Welcome to Finding Serenity in the Midst of Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tulai Masi, and I help high-achieving professional women move from overwhelmed people-pleasers to finding their balance, purpose, and meaning in life. This podcast is a series of transformational radio interviews with my friend 007 Ian Fleming about life's everyday challenges. We dive into so many life topics and I give profound examples of how I overcame some of these challenges to find inner peace, joy and serenity despite the changing and chaotic circumstances. As you listen more and more, you will find the useful tips and tools you can apply and embody right now so that you too can find inner peace from the inside out, no matter what your circumstances are. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Chulai. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. Very good. Yeah, talking of fair, we went to the fair last night. Oh, I didn't see you there, yes. No, I didn't see oh, you. Normally, we see lots of people. Town. Sorry? The fair is in town. At the, I know it is, and it rains as always. Yeah, That's why we chose to go time. yesterday. It was fine yesterday. It was a good day. Yeah. Well, apparently it's going to stop later on, and it's not really a wet rain anyway. It's just drizzle, but it's still not nice walking around and drizzle, is it? <laughs> no, no. I was hoping to dog walk this morning. We have a visiting dog as well, actually, at the moment. Again, as we do from time to time, we seem to have got loads of friends with dogs that need looking after. <laughs> Funny that. With us at the moment, and uh, he loves running fast. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's quite fun watching him run. Up and down the field over the yeah so, yeah. So we did go to the fair, and um, as usual, my children managed to manifest two free toys for themselves. All of a sudden, oh, very good. <laughs> We're literally walking down uh, by I don't know Debenhams, just by what used to be Debenhams down that road, right at the end of the fair, and. This lady approaches us with two teddy bears. I was like, oh, yeah, one is a panda. The, the other one is a colorful rainbow teddy bear, whatever. Oh, we just want these, uh, but I don't. I really don't want to take them home. Would you like them? It's like, okay. <laughs> we were like, what? What's going on? Okay, why Why want me? Okay, we can find, We can have them. Thank you very much. Yeah, and we'll find a home for those. Great. Exactly. It's just like, okay, like, we're not short of teddy bears, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but... <laughs> But then I just thought, you know, they're only little and they're not going to be that little for for long. My son is about to start secondary school next oh. year. So oh. he will soon going to be uh, grown out of those. So we make the most of that moment and let them enjoy the teddy bears as much as they can. I think so. Yeah, good move. Oh, very generous person there. And it was yeah, very nice, very lovely. I was wandering around just catching the atmosphere so I can do a little piece for it, um, for the radio. And uh, somebody... Um, that there was a, a young chap looking after the hooker duck and he sort of uh, waved to me and see if I wanted to have a go. You know, I haven't done that. For, <laughs> I didn't have a go, but I, I should have done really. What I, Maybe. Yeah. Oh, You're talking to me. What? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's the kid behind me? Oh, <laughs> me. Okay. <laughs> I probably want a goldfish, isn't it? I don't know. Sure. I wasn't paying that much attention to what prizes were there, really. <laughs> oh, we were paying attention because that's the only thing they wanted to do, oh, our kids. Not- and there's this lady they went to last year and she was there again. And we went her to her twice because they said they're not going to go on to any rides. And I see. instead they want to get hookah duck. And actually the stuff that he got is amazing. One of the toys that he won. I wish I'd have had a go now. I know. One of the to- toys he won is... Like £13 second hand. We obviously only paid a fraction of that for the hookah duck. We're just like, okay, we did well then. <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. Yeah, we're free gift and the cheap one. That's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I would say. 
Not to be living on cheapskating or anything like that, but you know, still, you, you have you, to look upon these positive things. It's all a step in the right direction, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Happy and if they're happy, you're happy, and the world is at peace. Exactly, and we don't have to go to the fair again today. Fantastic, oh, even okay. better. <laughs> yes, tick behind me. <laughs> Same here. Yes, it is a bit crowded, Banbury Fair, isn't it? I find. I was there early. You see, I dropped my son off with his friends. I can't be seen with them. That's just not cool. Oh, God, don't. For me, of course. I mean, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) So I end up walking around on my own and and, (laughs) having some food and just soaking up the atmosphere. It's just a a nice, uh, enjoyable atmosphere, really. Yeah, it was was quite okay this time we were able to walk around without bumping into so many people like we normally do normally you just kind of carry it with the crowds as opposed to actually walking yes. <laughs> but this time it was quite quiet in comparison so that's good yeah that's easy i can't think um you know we're doing a series on inner peace at the moment of course we are um i can't think of anything more away from peace than the hustle and bustle of the fair and the bumping and the crowding and the noise and the here we go and scream louder and that's right you're right actually there is a lot of chaos out there isn't there and Banbury Fair is more like a or any fair for that matter is is a very concentrated version of that if you like in demonstration of chaos isn't it it is absolutely it is absolutely that noise the any kind of sensory overload that you could possibly want is just in one place and yes. very very close proximity to each other and you're right we are doing an inner peace series and we've so far covered what does inner peace look like mm. um you know when how do you know when you have inner peace kind of thing and um why is it even important to have inner peace and uh, today we're going to talk about, actually, this was going to be our next week's episode, but I've switched it around for okay. a reason I'm going to come to in a minute. Okay. One of the questions I get asked, is it really possible to have inner peace with all this chaos going on in the world? And like you've just pointed out really nicely, there is chaos everywhere. Mm. There is chaos at the school playground. There's chaos at work. There's chaos in the world, literally, isn't there? Yeah. And there is chaos in the UK. Not that we're going to go into that right now, but I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, chaos is everywhere. Chaos is everywhere. And you know, I was asked, is it possible to have inner peace when you have chaos outside? Well, what do you think my answer is going to be? I'm I'm rather guessing I'm putting all my money on the fact <laughs> that we can have peace. Yes, true. We can have inner peace. I hit peace. the nail on the head this time. You have indeed. That's good. They're getting simpler <laughs> questions. Yes, my friend's out. Well, yeah. as the name suggests, inner peace is, it does come from inside of you. Inside. And it is, it is, it? it is not from outside. You're not going to expect it from the outside. And, Unfortunately, we can't expect everything to go always in order in some sort of peace and serenity, whatever, on the outside either. Having said that, it's our ability to be able to navigate through whatever is going on on the outside is the thing that gives us the inner peace. And we have to train ourselves uh, because we are not trained to do that. Right, yeah. Um, And we will talk about how exactly do we do that next week. But today, I'm just going to talk about, (laughs) you know, in the previous episode, we we said about how to 
you know, what does it look like to have inner peace? And I gave the example, if someone cuts in front of you in the traffic and you can still say, I'm exactly where I need to be and I'm, it's all going to be fine and whatever, you still be able to keep your uh, groundedness and peace within. And um, universe has given me a great test to practice exactly that. <laughs> okay, so since we last spoke, you've had a bit of a test of this. To just I have. It really does work, and we're not it, lying to people. Okay? Well, exactly. You know what? I, I, was going to Turkey. I was going to Turkey to see my mum, and um, normally door-to-door, the whole journey is about 12 hours, so from leaving the house, going to the airport, and whatever, whatever. So I went, I went from Oxford to take a bus to Heathrow, my bus was due to leave about eight minutes past seven and I got there about four minutes past seven and it wasn't until the 12 minutes past eight the bus had actually arrived oh. the whole hour and eight minutes I had to wait for the bus to come okay. in during this time there was no information whether it's coming or not whether it's late or not there's no number to call the office opens, opens at half past eight by which point it's too late anyway and it was like what's going on I'm just going to wait here with faith that the bus will come in time. Luckily, I had a, I had given plenty of time to catch the plane, so there was no problem for me at that point in time. Yes. And there was a gentleman next to me who was supposed to catch a plane at 9.50. He had to board Ooh. the plane, and it was cutting <laughs> quite fine by the, by the time the come, bus came, but he did make it in the end. But wow. it's like, yeah, so he started to test me even at this point. So I was like, okay, fine. I've still got three hours. No problem at all. And then we got to the airport. I got through the security. All fine. Wonderful. And get to the gate, waiting in a queue after queue after queue. There's several different queues mm. at oh. different stages are being born. This is a gate where there was no direct route to the plane. So you had to get on a bus to get onto the plane. Yeah. So about half an hour before the plane is due to take off, there is an announcement, oh, the plane is going to be late 45 minutes due to the airport, lack of airport facilities. I was like, oh, here we go. I knew this was coming. Okay. (laughs) Whatever that means. It is. Yeah, Where whatever. Are you in a little airport just outside a village in a field somewhere? <laughs> no, this is Europe's largest airport, Heathrow ah. Airport. <laughs> okay, sorry I didn't get that right. <laughs> <laughs> in the year 2022. I'm laughing because it is laughable uh, to, <laughs> if you look at me, because I've been traveling to Turkey 26 years, never ever did I experience anything like this in my life? Yes, planes were light, late for, for other reasons, but this was never the reason. So there was literally, as in my interpretation, there was nobody to drive the buses to take us from the airport gate to the plane. And the plane was such a big plane. It had to have like several trips to get everybody from the gate to the actual plane. Anyway, to cut a long story short, an hour and a half later, we managed to take off. Mm. And you know, fine, everything is fine. Was what what was the worst that could happen, right? Then uh, I had a connection flight which only had an hour and a half, exactly an hour and a half to get to the next plane. You're figuring that buffer's gone now. Uh, yeah, the buffer is like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm just like thinking, oh, they're gonna make up the time. It's gonna be fine. Mm. But yeah. at the same time, there is a side of me who's thinking, well, I probably missed that plane. That's fine. Not a problem. They will put me on the next plane. It's all going to be good. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I just had to kind of resign to that fact. 
mm. at that point in time because you know there's no point worrying i can't change the situation i can't make the plane go any faster mm. i'm just going to sit and enjoy the journey yeah. uh, journey isn't that enjoyable because for whatever reason every time i get on that plane i have a stinking headache oh. but it's just like there's nothing i can do it's fine i i just put a nice film on and sit sit here for the glass of wine have my meal and whatever just get on with it which i did and then we actually arrived uh, half an hour earlier than we the captain said we would do. So I was like, okay, fine. So it's 10 past six. I could actually still make it to my plane. Uh. But unfortunately, it wasn't until another half an hour that I was able to get off the plane. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> By which point I'm now in Europe's fifth largest airport, is New Istanbul New Airport, which is huge. Like from one side to the other, at least ten minutes just to get to the, uh, you know, the passport security to get onto the internal f- flight connection. Um, so I did. I ran that, literally ran that in about seven minutes. I got through the passport, got through everything, and then another eleven minutes to get. To- <laughs> Oh. The actual gate, which I then ran again. Yes. I was exactly at the gate that it said the plane was leaving at yeah. 7 p.m. Right. Okay. But the plane had already gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, right. So you, you haven't actually made. So big effort there to try and get there. Almost caught up time. Lost it again getting off the plane. It's funny because, you know, there is a part of me who is remembering our conversation only a week prior to this. Yes. Like, I'm exactly where I need to be. I don't need to worry about it. They're going to put me on the next plane. It's all fine. Mm. But then there's another side of me. If I didn't run and make it, if I didn't run there, I I would feel like I'm not doing my best. And then so I must run. I run knowing that I'm going to still miss the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and I get that. I miss the plane. It's so obvious. Then I kind of, oh, you know, literally resigned and collapsed and yeah. went a bit tearful. Not because I was worried about anything. It's just uh, because of the release of the energy of, yes. you know, wanting to get there and whatever. So, yeah, it was a good uh, <laughs> Uh, platform uh, an opportunity for me to practice what I preach Indeed. to be in complete in peace with everything because then actually then I was I once I changed my plane ticket to the next available plane sat down with a cup, cup of coffee in fact I made the point of being grateful mm. for missing that plane because if I hadn't missed that plane if I made it to the plane yes. uh, yeah. my luggage wouldn't have made it Right. In time, okay. and I would have then had to come back to the airport the next day to catch my luggage and all sorts of things. So everything is always working out for you, even when it's not working. And you know, I had to really keep reminding myself that and be grateful that you know everything is working out, even at some points in the queue, waiting, getting quite anxious. I was thinking, oh, this is the worst journey ever. I've never seen like anything like this in my 26 years. But at the same time, well, there could be worse. There could be a bomb. There could be the plane could be in turbulence and we could actually uh, fall. (laughs) And anything else like that could be happening. People, there could be life-threatening situations. And none of that was happening. It's just that we are late. We're going to arrive two hours later. It's not the end of the world and it's all fine. 
that that's right in in reality mm. it didn't at the end of the day it didn't make it that that two hours wasn't a matter of life and death it didn't no. make any realistic difference to you it would be nice to have had two hours extra perhaps yeah. family on the night that you arrived but yes. other than that there was no major consequence I suppose exactly exactly and that's why I kept reminding myself you know this could be worse this could be a lot worse it could be a, you know imagine the fear you would get in if somebody actually was pointing a gun at you or whatever you know that it could be all sorts of situations yeah all sorts of disasters but none of that was happening it was just we were late and it's fine so I really had to chance to practice this and I'm glad that I did because you know when you it's all very well talking about this stuff but if you don't live it if you if you don't practice it and if you don't embody it it's you know, it's, it's as good as a quote on the wall that you yeah. see as you're walking by and uh, like it, and then that's it. It's an interesting conversation at the end of the day, but you really want this to make a difference in your real life, don't you? And you exactly you don't yeah. want to be under pressure and getting upset and not enjoying you know you're you're going to see at the end of the day you're going to see your family that is so exciting you know you're you're spending a lot of your time away from your home country your home family this is so exciting I mean I, we get the same feeling going to South Africa where you know, where Anna's family are and yeah you know, even I get you know we all get the feeling and and it's just you know we are so overdue a trip <laughs> yeah I <laughs> bet you are yeah, but, but you know, it's so exciting that you don't want to, um, you don't want anything getting in the way of that, really. And that's uh, right. And then, yeah, the cliche is that you know you're so focused on the goal, you stop enjoying the journey, you forget yes. to enjoy the journey, sort of thing. And this was exactly that sort of, you know, in literally in real life, this kind of um, situation. So coming back to, is it possible to have inner peace? Well, here it is. I just demonstrated. Is it, there is always something worse happening somewhere else, possibly. And if you have the presence of minds to, my mind to be able to create that headspace for yourself, then you can maybe have that inner peace for sure. And yes, it will require a lot of effort from you. It will require some sort of discipline, some getting into different types of habits than just continuously listening to the news, continuously complaining, continuously uh, giving your power away to all of these outside situations. But you you can have your inner peace um, because, you know, the whole point of this media, whether it's social media, whether it's written, um, whether it's, you know, news, TV, radio, whatever, we are on a radio, is put you into some sort of fear because there's never good news anywhere, hardly. Yeah. There's always sad news, bad news, this news, that, that news, because it catches the headlines. It's That's there for you to... For you to it sells newspapers or... Exactly. Books. It grabs your attention and then... When you really read what's going on underneath, it's not really worth the paper it's written on so yeah. more often than not. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it grabs your attention. And once they get your attention, it, that's it. Then it the thing is how many things that are getting our attention in any given day. There's the social media, especially if you turn on your phone, as soon as you wake up, the moment you wake up, your attention is taken away already. Oh, oh yeah. So how do you expect to have inner peace when you, you're attention is outside of you 
when your attention is on the things that start trying to create fear in you, mm. that is not possible, of course. But of course, you can make it possible. But it's going to require for you to do something different and for you to be someone different in a way that you've never experienced before. And that's what we're going to talk about next week in such detail. Mm. So, well, I look forward to that anyway. But, but this is a this is a great story. I mean, here you are. You got there. <laughs> you got back safe. Uh, yeah. I presume you didn't have to go through all that palaver on the way home. Was it a smoother event? Actually, it was. It was the complete opposite. I got on the plane perfectly on time, and forty five minutes before we were even due to travel. But you know, we were just like boarding. I just sat there and enjoyed watching everybody else get on the plane, and we were. We were literally taking off, well, moving one minute before each plane was due to take off. So we were like well in advance. The boarding had finished yeah. and we were able to leave right on time for both of the planes. In fact, my nephew's wife works at the airport and for Turkish Airlines. And she came and um, helped me go through the security whatever bit at the gate. Yeah. Completely. So I didn't have to just uh, unravel all my bags and whatever <laughs> to yeah. be looked at as well. So that was even like the icing on the cake kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I did enjoy my journey back and it was very smooth indeed. Yeah, that's good. Well, you know, thanks for sharing the story. It, it's it's so relevant and it just shows, you know, we have these conversations week after week, but there is the opportunity there to put it into practice. And that's where it really makes a difference. And that's what the point of it is, isn't it? To, yes, to make that difference and to, to, you know, we talk about filling your mind. I've just thought about filling your mind with things. You didn't mention that's right. and whatever, you know, the more you can fill your mind with good stuff, the mm. cleaner it is. It's a bit like sort of, you know washing something the more clean water you can use if you use dirty water it's it's going to be in a dirty state if you use clean water it's going to be clean and the best that it can be and if you want to be the best you've got to fill your mind with some some good stuff and then it comes yeah. back so we've said ages ago that stuck with me of course the, what you focus on grows in you you develop more of and yeah you attract more of exactly that Exactly that. And uh, yeah, good job you said that. And I was about to say the same thing, you know, just to wrap this whole um, thing up. It's exactly that. I probably had a nice smooth journey back because I was able to keep my cool no matter what in yeah. on the journey way yes. over there. So it was, we attract what we focus on. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to focus on the clock right now. <laughs> it's time to to terminate there you go <laughs> and terminates here yeah <laughs> and so does our conversation and look forward to then the next time if you're serious about attracting what you want in life make gratitude a part of your daily routine and watch amazing things happen did you know that you can have a better mental health and physical health enhance compassion feeling of calm and peace have better sleep and improved self-esteem just by making gratitude a habit? Well, I've just a thing for you to integrate gratitude into your daily life in just 8 minutes a day. It is what I call a heartfelt gratitude meditation audio. I put it together just for you and it is available now to anyone who wants to use it for free. Just go to www.tilaimasicoaching.com forward slash gratitude and start living your life in gratitude right now.
Thank you for listening to this entire podcast. If you're the kind of person who would like to help others, then share this with your friends, family and colleagues, because if you found value, they will too. So please share via all your social media channels. If you want transformational content like this daily, follow me on LinkedIn by just searching for my name. Finally, I do have a personal request. I truly believe that we are all here to help others and to grow and evolve ourselves. Together, you and I, let's help more people. If you would please leave a good review on iTunes, I would be so grateful. And with your help, we can transform more lives together. Thank you for listening.